What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with your host, Ty Maynard. We're the starting point for sales professionals and business owners who want to gain more clients, score higher margins, and not be left behind in sales and business. Now, here's Ty Maynard. Let's sell something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and our goal every week is to assist you in your quest to be the best in sales, business, and life. We bring you exceptional, insightful information to assist you in that endeavor. And our topic today is essential selling skills. Let's get back to the basics. A friend of mine, Tony Dungy, who's a former NFL, once he told me, he said, Todd, it's mandatory for both my veterans and rookie players to attend spring training camp. And I thought that was pretty interesting. I said, okay, well, why the veterans? I understand the rookies. He said to me that spring training camp is a problem. In many cases, the longer we've been in a profession, the less we feel we need practice. But if you think about it, anyone who is consistently good at something, the best at something, they consistently practice. You always hear about Tiger Woods and many of the top golfers. They will play 18 holes, and they will go and they will go to the driving range, or they'll go to the putting just to reinforce those skill sets that are necessary for them to win. And even in sales, what we're going to have to do is understand in order for us to be successful consistently, we're going to have to continually sharpen our sales facts. That is where I'm going to go. That was about two guys who tried to treat what we really had access to. And both of them were really in shape. And they had a competition. And one guy, you know, 
15 trees a day, and then the next day he was chopping down 13, and then he started chopping down 10, 8, and his number was going down. But his companion chopped down 15 the first day, and the next day he chopped down 14, and then he went up to 15, 18. He didn't understand why this guy was doing that. I mean, he was really just as So what we're going to do now on the show is just talk about some of the basic skill sets that we need to revisit on a regular basis to keep our acts sharp. This is what this manufacturer's really every year. I'll never forget when I first really was in college and I would read the book How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Because that basically is what self is about. Self is really about influencing decisions. It's not trying to get someone to buy something they don't need or don't want, but it's about helping them make the best decision for their company, for their family, based on whatever the product is that you're selling. And really take time to think about it every Whether you're a teacher, a minister, a parent, a child, it doesn't matter. An attorney, everyone is influencing decisions. So these are skill sets that we all need to get better at and be professional So with that said, let's go ahead and get started talking about the fundamentals, essential selling skills to help us be consistently successful. As I've said before, our primary focus is not to be a salesperson. Our primary goal is to be a business person who happens to sell. And there's a difference between the two. If you are a salesperson, you have a tendency. You have a tendency. Why do you find that every salesperson has a tendency to get stuff in there? There's some focus on people who are in there. And they're losing sight of the fact that they need to make a reasonable profit and they need to make a commission check. In order to take care of their family. So, a salesperson has a tendency to just try to get the business at all costs, even if it's not profitable. My purpose is really that you focus on being a business person who happens to sell. And a business person understands their role. And the goal of any business person who is a part of a business, the goal is to make a reasonable profit. And we can't make a reasonable profit by giving stuff away. So you have to be able to understand the value of what service we provide and be able to convey to a particular customer. And the best way to convey value is to first understand what that customer needs and show how what you provide can meet a need they already have. And if we're now functioning as a business, there are certain 
words that we need to eliminate from our vocabulary that sales professionals or salespeople use, and we need to replace those words with words that the business person appreciates. So let's talk about a few of those words now. And let's start with the word price. And I know times I have heard the sales person say this price. And basically, price kind of becomes something that can be bought and then you can pay for something. But you just don't feel like that was a lot of value for your pay. So we want to replace that word price with something that may be more meaningful. One of the words that we found most people can appreciate, especially business people, is if we replace price with the term, let's say, investment. Because price is something you may pay out, but you don't see the value. Normally, when we talk about investment, the expectation is the return. That's a term that business people quite Instead of price, let's use investment. And even with down payment, you know, down payment, if I'm not going to stop Okay, this is going to be the initial amount that you have to put down in order to get the investment that we've been talking about. And one of the things I do with business owners and business people also, I ask the question, I said, can you tell me a time you've ever received a return on an investment without first making the investment? And that's a, a question that normally makes them think. No, I, I cannot tell you the time I got a return about first making the investment. So, another word is contract. If you think about it, anytime you've been a consumer and someone said that they had a contract that they wanted you to sign, we naturally get on the defensive because a contract normally denotes somebody is going to be getting the better of someone else. And normally we we put a price on the contract. We need to slow things down. We want a bunch of other people to look at this thing and evaluate before we make a decision. So instead of contract, we can just use the term agreement. And I thought the same thing. Words make all the difference in the world and our success in selling. An agreement is normally something that's mutually agreed upon and mutually beneficial. And I said, all I need is your approval on our agreement, and that made all the difference in the world. Which takes me to the next word. I've heard people say, I just need you to sign the contract. Just sign it. Just sign it. And we've heard the term signing your life away. That's another thing that'll cause us to take pause when someone says they need us to sign a contract. You know, I just ask for a person's approval. I just need your approval on our agreement. And I know that's not a thing, but it makes all the difference in the world. And then I hear a lot of people talking about, hey, welcome to Fairfield Guys, where now and do we give you a good deal? We give you a good deal more. Deal, deal, deal. And everybody and their brother supposedly has an awesome deal. And instead of a deal, why don't we just say, hey, this is a really fantastic opportunity for you and your organization. How about the word opportunity instead of deal? Oh, let's talk about the phrase that I hear so much that will get people to not trust you. And that's, well, to be honest with you, no, lie to me, please. And 
America Business Network. Today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago. Your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500. Either way, you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions. Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Revez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Does your business, like many, face obstacles to becoming successful? Would you love to have an open forum of entrepreneurial ideas and best practices brought to you each week? Tune in for the second stage with hosts Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. We'll spotlight entrepreneurs and growing companies that are creating a vibrant economic base, as well as addressing some of the obstacles that could be standing in the way of your success. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Everybody needs expert advice when they look to develop their personal brand. Join Rochelle McCrary for The Leader and the Muse. Rochelle and her guests will bring you practical tips and tools to help you build your brand in ways that propel you into greater personal and business success. 
for strategies, stories, and much more. Tune in to the Voice America Business Channel every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Leader and the Muse. And get ready to take your brand to the next level. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. to accept three sets of speakers. This guy went into gigahertz. He went into total harmonic distortion and whatever that meant. He went into a frequency response of this millihertz to this giga gigahertz. And I mean, I had no idea what he was talking about, but he was really impressed with himself. And because I did not understand what he was telling me, and by the way, he didn't really show me what I told him. 
without making a purchase. I then went down the street to another store. And I explained to that gentleman there what I was looking for. I said, you know, I'm looking for a receiver that has Dolby surround sound. Person. He took me to a receiver and he showed me on the front panel where it said it had Dolby surround sound. He also showed me and touched the actual preset buttons and then he also showed me where it could hold three sets of speakers. And guess what I did? I purchased it. How about that? He showed me exactly what I was looking for without, a, without all of the jargon that I didn't understand. And I made a buying decision right then and there. And that's what I'm saying. That's a thing I did. I think I can do it. I can see it. I can do it. And it goes like this. In order to sell John Smith with John Smith buys, we must first see John Smith through John Smith's eyes. It's about the understanding of the person. That's a great question. And it kind of goes like this. And why does it John Smith with John Smith? These shoes first put yourself in John Smith's shoes. But even when you wear a thing like that, it's all about the person. So if you have to be a business person who happens to sell we have to change the terms we're using. We also have to now look at things from the perspective of the customer. What are they looking for? Because customers today don't buy because of what they sell. They don't buy because of what they bring and what added value you bring to them. And can you make it easy for them to understand the information? you are trying to present. Okay, let's continue to talk about the three attributes that you must imply that the system has to be successful consistently in selling. Alright, three attributes, and they are selling skills. Selling skills must continually be refined and developed. And there are continually books coming out new ideas and really variations on the theme. But it's amazing how you can read a new book and they give you some of the same information in a new way that helps you to understand it better or even apply it better. So selling skills must be continually refined and developed. Product knowledge. Product knowledge must be continually enhanced. You have to get better at understanding and even presenting your products or services. And last but not least, uh, this is extremely important. This will really detail a little bit later. Is the right attitude. You have to have the right attitude. And there's something that's even stronger than the attitude. It's called a purpose. And we'll break those down and talk about each one of those in its own segment. And let's talk about selling skills first. And basically, selling skills, you really need to understand the entire sales process from beginning to end. That means from how do you find an opportunity? How do you find a new prospect or account? Whether it's through networking, whether it's through referrals, is it through a leads group or some type of, of entity like that? 
person at the top to push you down through the company. All of these things are part selling skills. And then you ultimately need to be able to ask good questions, good probing questions. That I have shows all of these topics that just check out. You need to listen to me and podcast these shows and let this be a part of your reference library to help you. And listen to them every day. I have people that send me uh, emails and, and, and they get in touch with me via Twitter and they let me know that, you know, on my way to work in the morning, I listen to your show. As I'm driving around on my route or making calls, I listen to your show. So this is what you want to You want to make your vehicle a university on wheels. Oh, I'm not saying don't call, but I'm 
your next best sale is either from someone you're doing business with or someone they refer you to. And I've had a, a lot of salespeople that I've trained, they were working with a customer. And let's say that that salesperson, that business person that happens to sell, they have 20 products and they're only selling that customer two of them. Why not try to get them to invest in more of your products instead of trying to go out there and find just someone who had a sales cycle is going to be so much longer, so much longer. Okay, well, we're coming up on time for our next Ty Manor, your host, and you're listening to us on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Want to be empowered to take your leadership skills to the next level in your business? Tune into A Sharp Outlook, Best Practices for Success, with host Angela Sharp, using industry-specific materials, toolkits, and expert guests from all facets of business. Our program will empower you to develop a strong core in your business leadership, infrastructure, growth, and technology. A Sharp Outlook airs live every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Wealth Solutions for the 99% is a weekly talk show focused on helping you develop and execute a game plan to build wealth. Your host, Paul LaJoy, who built a $50 million-plus company in less than five years, believes it's impossible to be poor in America, and he'll show you why with his innovative strategies. The show is upbeat, fun, and informative. Tune in every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. Health costs companies a lot more than just benefits, premiums, and health plans. Think about the underlying cost with not having healthy employees in the program investing in the future. Creating Wealth Through Health, host Susan Doherty will discuss employee wellness programs, how staying healthy affects the bottom line, and how to get your team engaged in better health as a way of life. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you're listening to forget patience let's sell something if you want to reach time Maynard or today's guest please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard. And we're talking today about essential selling skills. Let's get back to the basics. Right now, I just want to just go back 
in your presentation where I'm talking about. I said, girl, I mean, you want to be able to be flexible. You don't get the same rope presentation to everyone that you talk to. You really have a presentation. This is a specific thing. So, if this person has a presentation, you can get a presentation. Remember, in order to sell John Smith with John Smith buys, we must first see John Smith through John Smith's eyes. Don't talk about anything that's not important to them. One of the biggest secrets to being successful in presentations really is the simple. Less is more. Less is more. Also, you want to be creative. You want to be creative in the way that you present And we all have a creative plan. Hopefully, we we should. And if you don't steal it from somebody else, it's okay. Uh, that's okay to do. And I'll give an example of something creative. I had a, a one of my students call me one time. And she had a presentation. She kept saying, listen. Uh, we're looking at apples to apples. All the all the products of your competitors are the same, so the only differentiator is going to be the price. So she said, "Price is going to be the price." What should I do? And I'm going to make the price. Let's use his own words in the presentation. So the next day, she had this group of people that she was going to be presenting to, and. She came in with a bag, and she reached into the bag and pulled out an apple, a red, delicious apple, and she set that out on the table. Then she reached into the bag and pulled out another apple, a red, delicious apple. She set that next to the first one. And then she reached in and pulled out one more apple. It was a red, delicious apple, but it was huge, and it dwarfed the other two apples. And then she said to him, I know you feel you're looking at apples to apples. She said, our goal today is to show you why our apple, and she pointed to the big one, will be what's best suited for you and your company. And from that standpoint, she had them. And she did was she what she said. what she did was she was able to show them even if you are looking at apples, there are still differences that can make a difference and differentiate the apple from the other apples that can help your organization. And I thought that was All right. Another thing is you have to be aware of what your competition is doing. My biggest thing is focus on your competition. Be aware of Competition. Rule number two is don't talk bad about the competition. And rule number three, don't talk bad about the competition. And rule number four is never talk about the competition. In fact, okay, but remember, you have my competitors who are going to be saying that, and I'm not going to expect my competitors to say this. And my competitors have recently considered this to be successful. No, 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 no. Don't call them your competitors. You can definitely don't call their names. Because if you call them your competitors, it's not the same that you are concerned about. It's the same that you're going to 
service providers, other, you know, distributors. But don't give them the credit. You're even concerned about. Another thing that I recommend is the best way to show a competitor's weaknesses is or expose their weaknesses is to talk about your strengths. So talk about your strengths relative to how things that customers need, and then that can expose the weakness that that competitor has. Another thing that I really like to do in presentations is if I if I had the opportunity, it was my preference to go first when giving presentations. And I know everyone has their own say, well, I want to be in the middle, I want to be last. I like to go first for several reasons. Number one, if I went first and I really got the customer engaged, there's a good chance they're going to stay home and they probably would stay. And I've had it happen where when they went to my competition, they said to them, well, I know we told you an hour, but you only have 30 minutes. And that was because they stayed 30 extra minutes with me. So in that case, what happens to my the, the, the other companies is they get rattled because now they're trying to figure out how can I give an hour's worth of information in 30 minutes, and it just takes them off of their day. So I like to go first for that reason. The other reason I like to go first is if I can address all of the concerns and questions that that prospect or client had, in some instances, I have been able to get them to go ahead and cancel their appointment with the other people they were going to see. And they have been able to go ahead and get a commitment right then and right there. But that can only happen if I'm prepared to answer the questions that they have. And the best way for me to be able to answer the questions that they have is to know the questions they're going to ask beforehand. That's when that coach comes in that we talked about earlier. Or either the gatekeeper to that top level executive. I'll call and say, hey, Martha, I know I'm going to have uh, Jerry in a little bit later, and I want to make the best use of this time, and I only want to cover the things that you're going to have to I also want to be able to answer any questions that he may have. So what are some of the tough questions you know him to ask other search providers? And what are some questions you think I should be prepared to address just in case they come up? And when you ask your coach or the gatekeeper that, they will tell you. They'll say, oh, we need to go out this way. Whatever you require, if you need to be able to show them that you've been for three years, Okay, with me knowing that in advance now, I'm going to be prepared for that question. So what you want to do is you want to be prepared so whatever they ask you, you can answer the question satisfactorily so they feel they're satisfied. And that way, you don't have to say, well, that's a good question. I don't have an answer for you now, but uh, I will research it and get back to you. Oh, that's another good question. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have an answer for that. But we will also research that. And now you've missed your opportunity to try to get a commitment because you weren't able to address everything that came up. The other thing I like about going first is you catch the audience when they're not fresh. So, you know, everyone 
one that I feel like preference, but in my preference, I've seen it work much more successful for me. But I'm the person that I'm not going to set up my, my competition. I can say things, I can, I can maximize my strengths and expose them to the society at the same time. So I can honor the person that's really willing to see the best preference. I ask some questions, but what about this? reciprocity factor, and all of a sudden, the other people are reeling because they want to prepare for that. And then they say, well, that's a good question. So we've been talking about the three attributes that's necessary to be successfully consistent in sales, and the last one is attitude. And selling skills is the you have to know your product. You really, I mean, product knowledge is important, but even if you just America Business Network. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick and mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24 7. It's in the home, it's on the go, it's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and of course, technology. What does it all mean? 
Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at tymaynergroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R group.com. Now, back to the show. Let's sell something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and our topic today is essential selling skills. Let's get back to the basics. So we were talking about the last component, the last attribute for this show, and we're going to continue the show next week. It's going to be a part two because there's so much to cover. Uh, but let's talk about attitude. I was just talking about a gentleman who was not successful. And now after him, I had a gentleman that they sent to my class that he really looked like Rodney Dangerfield's twin brother. And he came to class and looked this guy. He was dressed in something If you can imagine, but I'm pretty But then he went off and he grabbed a pair of pants and the light was off and he grabbed a shirt and some socks and a belt and some shoes. And then he walked out to class. That's what it looked like. The worst presentation I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it was it was amazing, okay? But guess what? This dude refused to be denied. He was back and broke just about every company record. He broke several of my records. I held some records, and he broke my records. And the one thing about him was he was respectless. One of the things I've observed in my years is this. You can have all of the selling skills known to mankind. You could have read all of the books on selling. You could have product knowledge coming out of your ears. But if you have the right attitude, you can start to death. You have selling skills, you can have product knowledge. Wrong attitude, sorry attitude, you will start. At the same time, I have seen people who did not have the right attitude, that will give you the desire to get the other things you need to be successful. If you have science, you have to have a that was not giving you 
life to, to change your attitude. So this thing called attitude is critical. And that's a to this thing called attitude. It's the attitude that determines your altitude, and I, I see that differently. I think your attitude plus your actions determine the altitude. If you have a great attitude, but you're not applying yourself, you're not applying yourself. But let's talk about this thing called purpose very quickly, and I, I have a feeling I'm going to have to get into purpose a little bit more next week because I kind of want to share my story with you as well regarding it. Let's see what we can do. But this thing called purpose is amazing. It has driven me all of my life. And as a result of this thing called purpose, I am relentless. Failure is not an option for me. And if we all have goals, okay, goals are those things that we want to accomplish, man, it just get us fired up, right? But purpose is this thing that you just refuse to face in defeat. In other words, you do anything before you allow this situation to manifest where you are not successful. And let me give you my, my definition of purpose. The definition I like of purpose is someone or something that if you had to face in defeat, facing this person or the situation in defeat would be so painful to you. Let's put it this way. It would be more painful than the price or the cost to be successful. So you would do whatever it takes to keep from having to face this situation in defeat. My situation when I asked the man, you know, you've been the other shows, I didn't come up with a silver spoon in my mouth. I grew up in the projects. I grew up in a single family. Uh, it was challenging. It was challenging. So growing up, and that's and my mom did a great job. She did the best she could for me. But the one thing that she, she taught me early on, she would never allow me to use the word can't unless I took the key out. So I at the age of 13, I'll never forget, or 12, there was some shooting going on on outside of our home. It was, it was usual. That was not So 
a reputation in my company. They had everything to do with the color of my skin. And now I had a family. And I'm trying to figure out what words do I use to explain to my family because if I had a ability to make something happen, they were going to have to pay the price. How do I explain to my daughter that because daddy could not bring the bacon home, she would not be able to take breakfast. She would not be able to take gas. She would not be able to have the things I committed to her that she would have. So at that point, it would have been more punishing and brutal for me to have those types of conversations with my family, my wife, my child, than it was for me to go back out into a hostile environment and make something happen. So basically what I went did was I went and started studying. I listened to teachers I joined at the University of Wheels. And I actually went back in that territory that I got to. And I told the gentleman as they said, I said, I do so under one condition. I just asked that you invest 15 minutes right now to take a look at the product services that we can offer your company in about the 15 minutes you see no question. At the same time, with all due respect, I want to be clear on this. If you don't invest the time today, I will be back next week. And the week after. 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 See, because what they could do to me if they were going to harm me was nothing to me in the first place in my family and defeat. So, as a result of that courteous determination, I ended up being in the top seven out of 1,600 that worked for my company at the time. And it really had everything to do with more punishing and brutal than maybe anything else that could have possibly happened. So, what you have to do is this. You have to identify what is it, what's my purpose? What is it I just plain refuse to face in the feet? And if you can identify that purpose, nothing or no one on this earth will stop you from accomplishing your goals. Nothing or no one. But as you strike off, I'm have to continue this next week. I want to talk about purpose a little bit more next week. Because that's what I was doing. I'm not going to have time to time this week. But once again, I always enjoy talking to you. And my goal every week is to make a difference in your life so you can make more dollars. And I have products that can help you accomplish that. If you really need to have a copy of my book, Forget Patience. Let's sell something in your reference library. It talks about some of the topics that we discussed today in real detail. And it will, I promise you, assist you to your quest to be the best in sales, business, and you can even apply the ideas to your life. So, it's time for us to close. I always enjoy this time. And as I said, it's the fastest hour of the week. Go back and listen to some of the other pod, uh, radio shows and then even podcast it and use it as an opportunity to be a university. You know, you're going to a job. 
and listen to it. It's going to help me. In the meantime, I look forward to talking to you next week. But in the meantime, get patience. Thanks again for tuning in to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Ty Maynard will be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to you joining us then. In the meantime, forget patience, let's sell something.